Dan Syekhul Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab Rahimahullah continued, continues this point And what occurs in this in Lebanese print on page 75 On the Egyptian print 58, 58. On page 58 And that Is what Allah commanded the whole of mankind with and, and he created them for it. And that is what Allah commanded the whole of mankind with. And he created them for it. Shaykh al-Fawzan, said in his explanation, his saying, وَبِذَلِكَ أَمَرَ Allah," And that is what Allah commanded. Shaykh said, the indication, what is referred to here, that, Sheikh said, the indication refers to his saying, and ta'fud Allah mukhlisan lahuddin. In the part that we had last week, that you worship Allah making the religion purely and sincerely for him. Sheikh Khazan said, and Allah commanded the whole of the creation. With the worship of Allah Making the whole of the religion Purely and sincerely For him Allah commanded the whole of creation With his ibadah And with ikhlas al-deen With his worship And making the whole of the religion Purely for him Allah commanded The whole of mankind The Arabs from them And the non-Arabs The white and the black from them. All of mankind, from the time of Adam until the last of mankind in the world. Allah commanded all of them to worship Him along with al-ikhlas, along with making the worship purely for Him, purely and solely for Him. Then Shaykh Bawzan quotes the evidence for this. He said, Allah the Most High said, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ عُبُدُوا رَبَّكُمُ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ فِرَاشًا وَالسَّمَاءَ بِنَاءً وَأَنْزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, ayahs 21 to 22. With the explanation, O oh mankind, single out your Lord with all worship. He who created you and all those who came before you, so that you may be from those who fear and are dutiful to Allah, who avoid His punishment. He who made the earth a resting place for you, and made the sky a ceiling and he sent down from the clouds rain and he brought out with it from the earth 
crops and fruits as provision for you. So do not set up rivals to Allah whilst you know. Shaykh Fawzan continued the explanation of this ayah referring to the last part وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ with the meaning whilst you know. Do not set up rivals to Allah whilst you know Shaykh Fawzan said that, that there is no rival for him and there is no one resembling him and there is no one like him and there is no equal for him. Shaykh Fawzan explained the end of the ayah to me do not set up rivals for Allah whilst you know all of these all of his matters. You know that there is no rival for him. You know there is no one resembling him. You know there is no one like him and you know there is no equal for him. And the Shaykh said, so this is a prohibition of major shirk and lesser shirk. A prohibition of ash-shirk al-akbar and ash-shirk al-asghar. Prohibition of greater shirk, major shirk, that shirk which takes a person out of Islam and of lesser shirk. <coughs> He said, Allah commanded all of mankind with that, from the first of them to the last of them. And just as a side point here, some of the people of knowledge point out, this is the first command, if you open the Mus'haf and begin from the start, this is the first command you'll find in, sort of in, the, in the Mus'haf. This command contained in the ayah, yeah, the 21st ayah of Surah Al-Baqarah. Then Shaykh Fawzan said back to what Shaykh Fawzan mentioned in the explanation. He said, his saying, laha, And he created them for it. Meaning, to worship him alone. Associating no partners with him. He, the one free of all imperfections. They were created for that purpose. That is just as occurs in his saying, He the Most High, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Surah Al-Dhariyat, 51st Surah, Ayah 56, the ayah that gives the whole purpose of creation, with the explanation, And I did not create the jinn and mankind, except so that they should worship me alone. Shaykh Ramazan said, and they were commanded with that in his saying, He the Most High. Yeah. The ayah we had read just before, Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, ayah 21. The explanation, O oh mankind, single out your Lord with all worship, the one who created you. To the end of the ayah. Fawzan said, this is the meaning of the saying of the Shaykh. This is the Shaykh, of course, means the author in the main text. This is the meaning of the saying of the Shaykh. He created them for it and he commanded them with it. He combined the two matters in his saying. And Allah commanded the whole of mankind with that, and He created them for it. In the two matters we're going, Allah created the whole of mankind for this purpose, and He commanded them with this command. So the Shaykh, with his wording in the text, he combined both of these things. The fact they were created for that purpose, and the fact they were commanded with it.
Then Shaykh Fawzan said, Just as he the Most High said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Same ayah from Surah Al-Dariyat with explanation. And I did not create the jinn and mankind except that they should worship me alone. Shaykh said, So he's saying, He the Most High, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسِ Part of the first part of the ayah with the explanation. And I did not create the jinn and mankind. He said, so Allah, He is Al-Khaliq. Allah, He is the Creator. He is the one who created all things. And from that, is that He created the jinn and mankind. And He gave them intellect. And He gave them the duty of worshipping Him alone. And not associating anything along with Him. He particularized them, the mankind and the jinn, he particularized them with the command to worship him. Because Allah gave them intellects. And he gave them that by means of which they can distinguish between what is harmful and what is of benefit. And between the truth and falsehood. And he created all things for their welfare and benefit. Then the Shaykh calls evidence for this. He said, He the Most High said, وَسَخَّرَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا مِّنْ Surah Al-Jathiyah, the 45th Surah, Ayah 13, with the explanation, And He has made subservient for you whatever is in the heavens and whatever is upon the earth. All of it is a favor from Him. Shaykh commented upon this ayah saying everything has been made subservient for the, for the descendants of Adam in order that they should use it as an aid upon that which they were created for. And it is Ibadatullah, the worship of Allah, the perfect and most high. Same ayah from Surah Dariyat, the ayah that gives our whole purpose being created the explanation and I did not create the jinn of mankind except that they should worship me alone <laughs> then Shaykh Razan explains the first group of, group of beings mentioned the jinn the explanation I did not create the jinn so Shaykh Razan explains who are the jinn he said the jinn are an alam they are species of beings from the realms of the ghayb, from the realms of the hidden and the unseen. We do not see them. And they have the duty of performing worship, ibadah. And they are forbidden from shirk. They are forbidden from committing shirk. And from sin. Just like the descendants of Adam. However, they differ from the descendants of Adam in their creative form, in their khilqa. So with regard to sons of Adam, they, they share with them the obligation to worship Allah alone and forbidden of shirk. And they differ from the from people, from mankind, with regard to the fact that their creation, the creative form, is different. 
As for with regard to commands and prohibitions, then they are just like the descendants of Adam. They are bound by commands and prohibitions. And the jinn are a species of beings from the world of the hidden and the unseen, the ghayb. We do not see them. However, they are present. And he goes on to explain what he meant by the second group mentioned, al-ins, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّةِ وَالْإِنس The explanation, I did not create the jinn and the ins, Shalafazan said, and the ins, mankind. They are the descendants of Adam. They are called, mankind, mankind are called al-ins. This is from the verb anisa, ya'nasu. As the Shaykh will make clear, something to do with being sociable. Having social relations, being sociable. And so on. So Shaykh Hazan said, they are called, mankind are called al-ins. Because they are sociable with each other. They come together and they enjoy each other's company. So that's why in mankind they call this use this word is called al-ins. Those beings are sociable beings. And the jinn, then he explains why the jinn are so called. These beings, why are they called this word al-jinn? The jinn are called jinn from al-ijtinam. This is something which came previously, in a previous lesson, with regard to the description of Jannah. This is called Jannah because it's mujtamun bil ashjar, surrounded by trees. So the same word comes again with regard to the word jinn. So the Shaykh said, and the jinn are called jinn from the word al-ijtinan, which means al-ikhtifa, the state of being hidden. This word, name is derived from, means to be hidden. Then he gives some further examples of the language, which words which are also derived from the same root. And from it is al-janin, the word for the embryo in the womb. It's called al-janin, obviously the embryo in the womb of the mother. There's something hidden, we don't see it. So in Arabic it's called al-janin, literally a hidden thing. Because it is hidden. <coughs> and he gives another phrase as well. And it's said about a person, jannah layl That person, when he is somewhere, the night comes upon him, the night covers, literally, the night covered him over. jannah layl It is said, the night covered him. When it covers him over. <coughs> And it's also said, he gives a third usage in the language of something from the same root, same root as the word jinn. And al-mijan, a shield, a shield, the Arabic language a shield is called al-mijan. That which is taken for protection in war, from arrows and so on. So it covers the one who carries it. So al-ijtinan and al-janan is something which is hidden and concealed. So the jinn are hidden from us. We do not see them. Literally means, so it means hidden beings. The jinn, hidden beings, beings we don't see. Then Shaykh Ghazan continues and says, and they are a species of beings which exists, but a species of beings who exist Whoever denies them, then he is a kafir. He is a disbeliever. 
anyone who says there's no such thing as a jinn. Jinn do not exist. There's no such thing. Then he is a kafir. He is an unbeliever, a disbeliever. Since he is denying the truth of what Allah and his messenger have said and denying the ijma' the consensus of the Muslims. Since Allah the mighty majestic has made clear that he did not create jinn and mankind except to worship him. Not for anything else. Obviously, that may prove that the jinn exist. Then the Shaykh said, so he did not create them in order for them to benefit him or to harm him. Nor in order to feel powerful because of them and not feel lowly. Nor in order to seek increase through them in place of having little. Because he is Ghani, he is independent, having no need of the whole creation, having no need of any of the creation. And he did not create them because of any need for them. He did not create them in order that they should provide for him, or that they should earn wealth for him. And Shaykh Razan quotes as evidence the continuation of the ayah from Surah Al-Dariya, the next two ayahs. مَا أُرِيدُ مِنْهُمْ لِلْرِزْقٍ وَمَا أُرِيدُ أَنْ يُطْعِمُونَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الرَّزَّاقُ ذُو الْقُوَّةِ الْمَتِينَ With explanation, I do not want provision from them, and I do not want that they should feed me. Allah, He is the great provider the possessor of tremendous power, the strong. Shaykh Razan says, so Allah is not in need of the creation. Rather, he created the jinn and mankind for one thing alone, and it is that they should worship him. And he is not in need of their worship, in case someone thinks wrongly, that means that he has need of their worship then. Shaykh said, and he has no need of their worship. Rather, they are in need of it. They are the ones in need of it. <coughs> Who needs the worship of the people? We do. The people need the what we worship, not Allah. Rather, they are the ones in need of it. Since if they worship Allah, then He honors them and enters them into paradise, into Jannah. So the benefits. So the benefit of worship returns to them. And the harmful effect of sins is upon them. As for Allah, the Majestic and Most High, then He is not harmed by the obedience of the obedient one, nor by the sin of the sinful one. He, the Perfect and Most High, said, In ta'furu antum wa man fil ardi jami'an Surah Ibrahim, 14th Surah, Ayah 8, with the explanation. If you people disbelieve, this idea in the context, context of an address from Musa to the people of Fir'am, if you people disbelieve, you and everyone upon the earth together, then Allah is the independent one, 
free of all needs, the one deserving of all praise. Shaykh Hassan said, Allah is not harmed by the sinning of the one who sins, and he has not benefited by the obedience of the one who is obedient. Rather, this returns to the creation themselves. If they obey him, then they benefit, and if they disobey him, then they are harmed by sinning against him. Then the explanation continues with the next part of the main text, and there's a point to mention here. In all the versions of Sheikh Al-Fazan, after the Allah's explanation, there's a part missing from the text. In all the other, all the other versions, besides Sheikh Al-Fazan's version here, this part of the text is in the, in the text is definitely a part of the main text of the book, but somehow it's fallen out of all these printed versions of Sheikh Al-Fazan's explanation. And that being the same of the author, the same of Sheikh Al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, where he continues with the text As you see, Shaykh Fawzan has got that last part there He's got the explanation of the ayah but he hasn't got the quote of, of the actual ayah in the text there in the, version, in the printed version of his book Where he's printed the book it's been somehow left out so just the saying of Shaykh Islam again, كَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَى وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ وَمَعْنَا لِيَعْبُدُونَ يُوَحْفِدُونَ The explanation, just as he, the Most High, said, the author brings the same ayah from Surah Al-Dariyat, 51st Surah, ayah 56, with the explanation, and I did not create the jinn and mankind except that they should worship me alone. And the meaning of Ya'budun, they should worship, is Yuwahidun. They should single me out with all worship. Shaykh Fawzan, he continues with the explanation. He's saying, وَمَعْنَا يَعْبُدُونَ يُوَحِّدُونَ And the meaning of the word in the ayah, Ya'budun, is Yuwahidun. They should single me out with all worship. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning. They single me out with all worship. So ibadah, worship, and tawheed have one and the same meaning. Ibadah means tawheed. Tawheed means ibadah. One and the same meaning. Tawheed can be explained to mean ibadah, worship. And worship, ibadah, can be explained to mean tawheed. And the meaning of these two is one. So this contains a refutation of those who explain Tawheed to be affirming that Allah and how many, as a side point, how many people we find doing this in books and talks and the like, many, many people who think you have knowledge about Islam, they explain exactly what the Shaykh is saying here, that the Shaykh is showing what's something that is wrong. Many people fall into this. Many deviant sects and the like fall into this. So the Shaykh said, I've just said that Tawheed is it Tawheed and Ibadah have the same meaning. Then he said, So this contains a refutation of those who explain Tawheed to be affirming that Allah is the Creator, the Provider, the one who gives life, the one who gives death, the one who is you know, 
the one who is in control of affairs. This is not the Tawheed for which the creation were created. Rather, the creation were created for the Tawheed of worship, which is Tawheed al-Uruhiyya. So Shaykh here indicates that even though that is, that is Tawheed, Tawheed Allah's Lordship is, the first, is one of the branches, the three branches of Tawheed, that is not is what the Tawheed that we were created for. Of the three branches of Tawheed being, as, a, as we all know, Tawheed of Rububiyya, Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, Tawheed of Allah with regard to His Lordship, secondly Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, Tawheed of Worship, and thirdly Tawheed al-Asma wa Sifat, Tawheed with regard to Allah's names and attributes. So the Shaykh makes a point here, that when people explain Tawheed and say it is, that Allah means, Tawheed means Allah is the Creator, Allah is the one who gives life. Allah is the one who gives death. This is Tawheed. The Shaykh said, this is not what is meant by Tawheed. This is not what we, the Tawheed which we were created for. The Tawheed which we were created for, as we have seen, is Tawheed Tawheed of worship. Then the Shaykh said, as for one who only affirms Tawheed of Rububiyyah, as for a person who only affirms Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, and one who affirms that Allah is the Creator, the Provider, the one who gives life, the one who gives death, the one who is in control. A person only affirms that, and no more. As for the one who affirms only Tawheed of Lordship, then he is not a Muwahid. He is not a person of Tawheed. And he will not be from the people of Paradise. He will not be from the people of Jannah. And this is something so important, it's, it's worth repeating, and being, and being understood and being stressed. Said, as for a person who only affirms Tawheed al-Rububiyyah only affirms Tawheed of Allah's Lordship then he is not a Muwahid he is not a person of Tawheed he is not a person who is from Tawheed and he will not be from the people of Jannah he will not be from the people of Paradise rather he will be from the people of the fire he will be from the people of the hellfire because he has not come with the Tawheed which he was created for and with worship. As we have seen from the ayah, from Surah al from the discussion, from what preceded, that mankind in general created to worship Allah alone, not just to affirm that he is their Lord, not just to affirm that he is our creator, not just to affirm that he is the one, only one who gives life and gives death, and he is the only one in control, no, to worship him alone. 